It's time to take a journey to find your courage, break through your limits, and master your destiny. It's time for Ken D. Foster's Voices of Courage. Ken brings you some of the most courageous people on the planet that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. It's time to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. It's time for Voices of Courage. And here's your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome. Hey, this is going to be such a powerful show today. I'm so excited you join me today. Do you have the courage to do what it takes to overcome your greatest fears? You know, think about it for a minute. What do you suppose your greatest fears are? And what do you think the greatest fears in America are for most people? Well, you're probably thinking of a few, maybe fear of dying, fear of... uh, uh, insects, fear of snakes, dogs, inadequacies, fear of uncertainty, fear of failure, fear of rejection. Uh, what other fears are out there, right? Fear of losing control, maybe? Fear of being judged? Well, listen, the number one fear is public speaking. That's what's listed as number one. And I have a guest coming on the show today, and he's going to be in our second segment his name is Tiamo, and he's going to uh, address this. So if you, you're in a place in your life where you're like, I'm ready to speak out, I'm ready to change my life, I'm really ready to have more joy, happiness, abundance, because I'm going to connect and speak the truth of what I need to speak in an authentic, real way, then stay tuned. I'm Ken D. Foster. I'm your host today with Voices of Courage, and... I want to say this, all of us are, all of us have fears, right? I've had fears. In fact, I think of one, one, uh, one of my greatest fears was fear of heights. And I was wanting to overcome that because I don't know if you've ever stood on a tall building and looked down and had the feeling that it's just kind of almost pulling you down, right? You feel like you're just going to fall. Well, I had that really bad. It was hard for me to get even close to a tall building. I remember when I was 19 years old working uh, uh, downtown L.A., and one of the maintenance workers took me up to the top floor of about a 40-story building, and there was a ledge around the 40-story building, right? And this guy got on the ledge, right, straight down, nothing, and just walked around the whole building. And I thought to myself, how did this guy do this? This would kill me. I would. I, I know I would not trust myself. I'd fall off or I'd jump or maybe the mysterious force would pull me off. <laughs> anyway, so listen, I'm in, I'm in uh, 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 Arizona one day, and I'm driving through the painted desert. And I'm looking at all the beauty in the desert. It's uh, kind of middle of winter. There's nobody out there. And... I see in the distance this this mountain, and I thought, "Wow, this is cool!" In the middle of this flat land, I'll be able to get up on a on this little mountain and be able to see the whole painted desert. So I I figure out how to get there, and I drive up there, and I park my car, get out, I start walking towards the edge, and of course that feeling comes over me that I'm just gonna die. And I thought, you know, I, I'm gonna overcome this. This isn't right. I don't want to live with this the rest of my life. So I got on my hands and knees. I crawled out to the edge. And 
um, I, I got to the edge and I was shaking and I literally uh, decided I'll, I'll put my feet over the edge, right? Which is probably crazy because I'm in the middle of nowhere and there's nobody around but me and, and the snakes and lizards, right? But I, I put my feet over the edge and I sit there and then I, I say a prayer. I said, you know, I pray to God. I said, you know, I, I've, I've had this my life. I don't know what this fear is, but I, I know I want to transcend this. And so I stayed there, and I said to God, I said, I'm not going to leave here until I feel a sense of peace, until this is done. And I stayed there and shook for maybe another 10 minutes, and then it started to calm down. And maybe 10 minutes later, I, I felt this sense of peace, and I was able to stand up and turn around, turn my back to this cliff and walk away. And that's the last time I ever had the fear of heights. I, I did test it out uh, uh, one day. I went up, I was hiking up uh, to Half Dome up in Yosemite and uh, got up to the top of Half Dome. And Half Dome has a 3,000-foot straight down uh, drop. So I was able to just walk over to the side of the edge and look down. My, my buddies were, were freaking out. They thought I was crazy. But I had no fear, no fear at all. That fear had passed. So why am I even telling you this story? Well, I'm telling it because... If you want to live a life filled with success, filled with joy, filled with happiness, you really want to accomplish your goals, then you have to overcome your greatest fears. And, you know, I, I've asked myself, where do these fears even come from, right? Um, you know, I, 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 I've wondered. I thought, you know, was this, this fear of, of uh, heights, was that my fear? Was that someone else's fear? Was that... Uh, was I programmed that way from childhood with, uh, with my teachers or, you know, people I respected, they had fears of heights. Um, you know, I'm not sure where it came from, but I do know this, that thought is not individual. Thought is universal. And so the same, you know, the guy that's in Australia right now, that is has the same fear of heights that I did, was tuning into the same thought field that I was tuning into. So when we get that and we can realize that, well, wait a second, if this isn't even a mine, then why am I holding on to this? I think that's the first step in realizing that we can overcome our fears. So let me just ask you this. Just for a second, play with me. I know you're driving somewhere, you're listening to this, and you're going, this can, I don't know, man. He, he brings up subjects I'm not sure I even want to deal with. And I, and I get that. You know, I get that. You know, most of us aren't walking around with our fears on our sleeve going, oh, I got this fear and that fear to overcome. But, you know, get real with yourself for just a minute and just think of one, one area of your life right now that maybe isn't working the way you want it to work, okay? Maybe it's just there's something there. And my question to you would be, well, what's the fear that's stopping you from overcoming that area? What is that, right? Is it, you know, fear of maybe, you know, for me, it was that trust piece, right, by the way. Yeah, what I, what I figured out, that fear of heights was really a fear of not trusting myself that I would not jump over the cliff or that I would, I would uh, lose my balance or I, I wouldn't have the stamina, stamina to stay in the fire and not shrink back when I felt that. You know, I just wanted to run from that feeling, right? 
So, you know, where is your fear? Where is that one fear that you go, you know, I'd really like to overcome this. I'd like to change the way that I, I show up in the world, right? And by the way, is this important work? I, you know, all I can say is from my own experience that because I overcame that fear, I was able to do things like uh, go and hike the five tallest peaks in California because I didn't have that fear anymore. I was able actually in skiing to start uh, to doing uh, ski jumps because I didn't have that, f- that fear anymore. So, you know, it, it impacted my life in, in those ways, but it impacted it in a lot more subtle ways also. And, you know, it's, we're going to be talking about this coming up in my second segment. You know, it's that fear of not trusting what I say, okay? Not trusting, and how does that relate to not, not uh, uh, the fear of heights? Well, it's interrelated. It's all interrelated because I'll tell you why. See, we all have an inner dialogue going on. In fact, we talk with ourselves more than we talk to anybody else. But many don't realize how they speak to themselves. They've been, and they've been doing it for such a long time that it becomes a familiar voice and they're kind of numb to it. Can you relate? I bet you can. Okay. So sometimes they wonder why their businesses, marriages, or relationships are falling apart, or they're afraid to maybe speak out and, you know, talk about the real important issues in these areas. Uh, but they, they're wondering why they're falling apart. But, you know, it's that inner dialogue that they have going on time and time and time again that's really stopping people from having the business and life of their dreams. Okay, so my point, right? Check out your number one fear. What is that? Okay, write it down on paper. Get clear with it this week that you're going to overcome this no matter what. And then do what you need to do to make that happen. Listen, coming up in my next segment, I got Tiamo. And he's going to be talking about what we just uh, spoke about. We, he's going to take it deeper. because He's going to be talking about the number one fear we all have. Coming right up. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Attention business owners. The feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free conversation confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. 
You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity, or increase your courage, step into your power, and forge into the unknown, where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Wow, what a great day it is, isn't it? I just love feeling so good. I hope you're saying the same thing. Listen, I have an amazing guest today because we're talking about the courage to speak out. And my guest is named Tiamo De Vittori. And he, Tiamo has spoken to over 100,000 people on 250 stages at conferences, seminars, and he's kind of unique because he combines his powerful message with music. He, he deli- delivers keynote concerts. I love that. Tiamo's been featured on Fox, C- CBS, NBC, MSNBC, and he's a number one best-selling author and was named L.A. Music Awards Singer-Songwriter of the Year. He's also appeared on a, as a guest on Jimmy Kimmel, and now he's on uh, Voices of Courage. Tiamo, welcome. I've made it to the top. You've made on Voices it. Voices of Courage. You Thank have you, made it. Yeah, that's good, man. So, uh, wow. How'd you get into uh, speaking, songwriting, keynotes, concerts? Uh, how are you doing that? I always felt like I had this message inside of me that I wanted to share with people, but I didn't know what it looked like. And I know a lot of times people really struggle with that. They feel like they have this purpose, but they don't know what the outlet for it is. And so for me, actually, um, you know, I discovered that the power of music is so universal. Um, And it's one of the best channels for people to receive your message and your purpose. So um, I actually had a, a very close friend in Virginia where I was living at the time who kept nudging me toward becoming a singer-songwriter. It wasn't a goal or a dream of mine, but he said that he had this really strong intuition that that's what I was supposed to do with my life. And I kept resisting it because I grew up with my father being a singer-songwriter, and I was trying to create my own path. Uh, But eventually, I embraced the idea uh, because he bought me a guitar, and he made me make a promise that I would just let the guitar sit in my living room. And one day, he said, Tiamo, the songs will find you. And a few months later, I just sat down on the couch with the guitar in my lap and this song came out. And it wasn't something I was planning on, but it was so effortless and so natural. And so then with that one song, I started playing at coffee shops. And, uh, and when I saw people's reactions and how much it touched and moved them, then I started writing more songs. And then I became a singer-songwriter and released an album. And, and that became my big dream. And the way that I got into speaking is I would tell the stories about the songs And oftentimes that became my fans' favorite part of my shows was the stories. And then eventually I learned over time that what speakers are is they're great storytellers with a message. So I realized, well, with all these stories that I'm telling about my songs, I could become a speaker 
And at the same time, I could get paid as a speaker as opposed to a musician. And that's when I started doing keynote concerts where I combined my live music with speaking. Well, listen, you said something really important there. You said the song will find you. Who told you that? Uh, My friend Ray. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he said the songs will find you. and, uh, And he was right. Yeah, that's. I think that's pretty profound because uh, uh, I've always wondered how musicians uh, come up with these amazing songs, right? So they kind of find you. You're not finding them. Exactly. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. You know, in this uh, in this path that you've taken so far, um, a courageous path, right? Um, you had to find your voice. You had to learn how to play. You had to now start writing songs, playing in front of people, then telling stories and being a singer-songwriter, and now you're on large stages. Um, what do you think is the most difficult to overcome so far for you? Well, first of all, I would say performing for me was a lot easier than speaking because performing, you can get into performance mode where you can lose yourself in it, but then with speaking, it's a lot more vulnerable in my opinion, based on my experience. So. For me, that was actually a challenge of how do I tell my stories but do them in a really great way that resonates with the audience where I get my message across um, and can combine that with the music. So I had to really learn around that. But as far as the biggest challenge, I would say the more that I become visible, the bigger stages that I've spoken on, the bigger my following has grown. Um, I've had my own fears of rejection and what people think of me and especially the things that people say. And, uh, and just having fears around, will people resonate with this? Will people feel strongly about it? Mm-hmm. And then especially when those people rise up and are really vocal about how strongly they feel against you, and then you take a stand in your own power and you continue sharing your message and realizing that the more that people are speaking up against you, then the more you're actually making an impact in the world. That's interesting. You know, um, I was watching a show one day that had a talk show with Madonna on it. And the interviewer asked her, what do you do with all the negative press, right? And she said, I, I pay no attention to it. And then I watched the, the, the next show that came on was Hillary Clinton. And I watched that, and I, they asked her the same question. What is it that um, uh, you do with all the negative press? And she says, I don't pay attention to it. So what do you do with your negative press, Yama? I make myself better. Not that you get any, but... I do. You do? Okay. I, yeah, right. I get it. Yeah, I think it. we all and, do, don't um, we? Yeah. yeah, I've learned to, uh, like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. to to ignore a lot of it and not even look at it because I still take it personally, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but initially, I wanted to to be aware of the criticism. And that's something that I learned from Elon Musk. He said his number one piece of advice for entrepreneurs was to seek out criticism. So for me, it wasn't, I didn't want to be oblivious to it. I wanted to know what people were saying and I wanted to really look at myself objectively and see what changes I could make that I thought were coming from love. Because there's a difference in people's voice. Like they can criticize you because they hate you and they're coming from anger and weakness and fear, or they may be criticizing you because they really want to help elevate you. So I was really looking more for that kind of tone and that vibration and then looking mm-hmm. to where I can make changes and make myself better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really good. Let me switch gears here. You know, society's obsessed with uh, social media and technology. How can we improve our face-to-face skills? Because <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> uh, you, when you're face-to-face with people, you realize that this is a really treasured moment. Mm. And you don't waste it. You don't dilute it. You don't subtract it by being distracted with social media and being on your phone. Like, 
if I'm having a one-on-one conversation with my wife or a friend or a family member, my phone is off. Uh, so for me, like that connection is really important. And then, of course, speaking in front of groups and then knowing how to connect with a group of people all at one time, which is part of the beauty of speaking. That's good. All right. Number one public fear, right? Speaking. Yeah. Speaking. You know, people would rather uh, yeah, die or be criticized or, or, you know, they'd rather be rejected than, than get in front of an audience and speak and speak their truth, right? Yeah. It even speak something scripted, right? Right. Um, me personally, where I started, I remember being in, in uh, Catholic school at being called on by the nuns to go up in front of the uh, in front of the uh, uh, group the the class, and I'd sit there and shake with a piece of chalk in my hand. Right, that's where I started from. I don't know where you started, but how do we get over this? Yeah, I had the shaking thing with a piece of paper too when I was younger. Uh, so, so really, what we understand is that all fear is fear of feelings. Mm. Say that again. All Say fear that. is fear of feelings. And what does that mean? Well, it really means you're just feeling your own fears that you are fabricating, that you are creating, that's coming from your mind. Mm -hmm. And when you actually face those feelings, when you are present to the feelings rather than trying to suppress them, because what we resist persists. So if you're trying to resist the, the feelings of fear, then they actually expand and get bigger. Whereas if you confront them and you approach them and you face them, they get smaller. So people with their fear of public speaking, the reason why they have it is because they're afraid to be seen. And so for me, what brought me peace around this when I used to have a fear of speaking was the concept that I'd rather be rejected for who I am than accepted for who I'm not. I'd and so rather be rejected for who I am than accepted. Say that again. I'd rather be for rejected for who I am than accepted for who I'm not. Got it. Got it. So for me, it was really uh, being at peace with who I am first. And then having that outward experience of that through speaking and realizing that all of my fear are fear of feelings. And if they're all my feelings, then that means I actually have, I have control of them. Like I could do something about it because it's not outside of me. Okay. I got it. All righty. Well, listen, uh, coming up in our next segment, I want to talk to you about uh, some of the uh, fastest ways that somebody can get on stage and really uh, take their speaking business to the next level. So... We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. 
Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. So, are you a woman listening to my show and you're in the San Diego area? I want to let you know that there is an organization called Women's Wisdom. It's an entrepreneurial organization. Women who are supporting women in uh, business, growing their business, growing their relationships. Um, it's a purpose-driven group, and it's uh, inspired by the soul, is what the owner tells me. And they have amazing speakers that show up on this platform every month. This month, coming up this Friday, which is tomorrow, tomorrow <laughs> is Tiamo Day Vittori. Tom is going to be there. And um, so if you want to register for that event or find out more about that event, it's uh, womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. Also, I want to mention one other thing. If you're a business owner and you know today that your online presence is more important than ever, people will look you up online before they'll pick up the phone. And that's why the right image of yourself in the branding of your business is vital. I've come across one of the best photographers in San Diego. Her name is Ann Landstrom, and her company's name is Ann Photography. You can find her at annphotography.com. I recommend you give her a call. If you want to have your image uh, at, a, at a level that the professionals do, that you want to attract the right people in your business, Give Anna a call. Her number is 760 If you're out of the San Diego area, um, she also has ways to work with you. She flies around the country and does uh, professional work in uh, cities around the, the country. All right. We're back. We're talking to Tiamo Devatori. And I'll get that name right by the end that of the show. That was well said that time. That right. was really good. Did I get it right? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. And we're talking about the number one fear in the world, business uh, speaking, public speaking, which we're doing right now today. And um, yeah, I was looking at uh, you know some of my notes here, Tiamo. Um, what are the, uh, you know, there's a new speaking model and an old speaking model. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. But you know what? Before I do, because I forgot to give out your website the last uh, the last sure. segment. Can you give them out that, your website real quick? Yeah. So this website is for my next live speaker workshop that's coming up for the things that we're talking about and how to become a speaker and do it as a career. It's a three-day workshop. The website is fearlessspeakeremergence.com. And the event is actually next Friday through Sunday. Wow, it's coming right up. Fearlessspeakeremergence.com. Mm -hmm. So you want to connect with uh, Tiamo on that site if you have any interest in overcoming your number one fear. Okay. So let's, okay. Old model, new model, speaking. Yes. What's going on? What's yeah. that about? So the old model is basically thought-based attributes where people think this is the way you become a great speaker, but it's really not. 
That's why it's the old model. So what people think about uh, when they think of great speakers is, well, I have to have um, a really great PowerPoint presentation. I have to be really perfect and polished and rehearsed, and I have to have great structure to my speech, and I have to have my speech memorized, and I have to really deliver in a perfect way so I don't make any mistakes, and so that the way people view me is that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a great speaker. And so what happens is people get really in their head, and when you get in your head, you lose the connection with your audience. You lose your creativity. You lose your spontaneity. The newer model of speaking is more around how do we actually make your speech creative? How do we combine music with speaking or dance with speaking or comedy with speaking or acting with speaking? How do we do that so that our essence comes through? How do we deliver a speech that doesn't feel like it's scripted? How do we deliver a speech where we can be comfortable without the PowerPoint, where people are just staring at a screen rather than staring at you? Because we have to make eye contact. We have to connect with people. We have to be vulnerable and not so concerned with being perfect because people don't relate to perfect. You know, I, I think this relates in, in, um, in every area of communication and connection. It seems to me like when a person has a hard time looking at somebody in the eyes and, you know, they're looking away. You, ever, you meet people like that all the time, right? right. Um, yeah, sometimes that's a cultural thing, but most of the time it's, it's a fear-based thing. Uh, so it's almost, it's just exacerbated when somebody gets on stage. Is that, is that true or not? Absolutely, because people, like I said before, they don't want to be seen. They don't want to be seen. And that's part okay. of why the PowerPoint, and nothing against PowerPoint, but that's part of what helps people is they feel like, well, people are going to be looking at the PowerPoint, not looking at me. Right. What if you just hold that space with, well, maybe, maybe I can be excited about people looking at me for an hour because I have something really powerful to say, and I'm going to look at people in the eye, right. and we're going to have a human connection. A human connection, okay. And when we have a human connection, you know, why is that important? I mean, sometimes, you know, people just I, I, I meet a, I meet the numbers people a lot that just want to talk about the numbers, and you know, there there is no eye contact. Mm -hmm. um, why? So why is this uh, human piece important to you, in your yeah. your terms? Well, as a, from I mean, the it context seems obvious, speaking, but I want to hear yeah. your answer. Uh, because people don't remember content, they don't remember information. Mm -hmm. What they remember is you. And they remember emotional experiences. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can create an emotional experience with someone by having a one-on-one -on -one conversation mm -hmm. or by having a conversation with an entire group. And notice that I said the word conversation, not a speech. How do you actually have a conversation with your audience where they feel like we're having an interaction? That's how, how do you take an audience that there's 500 people there, but it feels like you're just hanging out in your living room? Right. That's a human connection. That's a human connection. I think we do that a lot by story, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So do you have a story that you can tell us that uh, how you, you know, this principle, how we connect, you know, how you connected with an audience and they and they opened up? Yeah. So I have a lot of stories, um, but the main theme throughout my stories is vulnerability mm. because vulnerability equals instant connection. Mm. People don't really want to hear about your huge success story. They want to hear about your challenges your adversity that you face, because that's where people relate to you the most. So when I'm on stage, rather than focused on, well, look at how successful and perfect I am, everybody, I go right into my vulnerable story. I go right into the pit of my story. I go into the darkness. I'm really honest with people, and I share from that place of that level of honesty, where now we feel like we're at the same level, and I'm not up here and you're down there, but we're in the same place. 
Right. So the old model was putting uh, the speaker or the keynote speaker was on the pedestal telling everybody what to do and how to do it and when to do it. And the new model is really just connection. Is that what I'm hearing? We want to connect with our audience. Yeah, personal connection. Okay. So once we connect with them, then what? Then what happens? So once uh, once you have connection, which is rapport, then people are much more willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Because if people are not connected to you, they totally tune out. Mm-hmm. But once they are connected, then you can go into the thing that you want to teach them. You can go into your message and you can create a much more collective experience with their audience where it feels like, okay, now we're moving, we're navigating through this together. Mm -hmm. And maybe that means I get off stage and I'm now with you in the audience. Mm -hmm. And now I'm hearing from my audience because now the audience is speaking because the best speakers know when to stop talking. Right. That's good. You know, I watched you uh, before we came in studio and you met uh, our production engineer. And uh, within uh, maybe uh, a minute, uh, she had, you know, she connected with you and she's asking you, hey, uh, do you come and do uh, corporate uh, uh, training events for people that learn how to connect uh, at deeper levels? And, you know, that was that was like instant. How do you do that? <laughs> it, well, it's first of all, listening to people and really valuing what they have to say. So when we had that conversation, I was really listening to what she wanted. And I based my reply on what she was sharing that was important to her. Because a lot of times people have an agenda of how things should look. And I've, I've just become better at dropping my agenda and listening with an open heart and then giving a response from that kind of place. Yeah, because I, I think there's a lot of people out there, um, whether they're salespeople, whether they're speakers or they're, whether they're keynotes or authors, that are trying to... Um, they're trying to relate. They're trying to build relationship. They're trying to open up new doors. They're trying to create wealth for themselves. And they're, they're just stopped because they haven't got the basics down. In your workshop, what are the basics that you teach? So I really teach, like the, the soul of your speech is your story. Mm-hmm. So I model my storytelling and then I walk people through my formula and what that looks like and how they can tell their story. And a lot of times people feel like, they don't have a story, but they really do. So it's a matter of how do we get that out of them. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's there's other things that we can cover when we come back from the break. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, your website again? Fearlessspeakeremergence.com. Fearlessspeakeremergence.com. Okay. Well, listen, we're coming. Uh, we're going to be right back. We're going to be uh, talking a little more to Tiamo and uh, how to be your best self uh, in front of uh, large audiences. So I'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. 
Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. In our society today, women are finding their voices and powers in all areas of business and life. And one group that's been empowering women for over 25 years is called Women's Wisdom. It's the premier networking relationship building group for purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. And this week... Uh, we have a special guest uh, speaker coming in. His, his name is Tiamo De Vittori. And nailed it. Yeah. I'm nailing it now. Yeah, nailing it now. And uh, you, you, you don't want to miss this. This is going to be a powerful meeting. You can uh, register online at womenswisdom.net, womenswisdom.net. If you're a female entrepreneur here in the San Diego area, all right, I happen to know that a bunch of women are coming in from out of town for this one. So... It's, uh, it's, be it's worth because it. of the guest speaker that's sitting here in studio Thank with you. me. All right, Tiamo, listen, I want to talk to you about how do you be your best self up on stage or anywhere. Okay, this might surprise you. Yes. The thing that scares you the most is the thing you're most meant to be talking about. That's interesting. Let's talk about that. What, is it, what the heck does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, the greater resistance you have around something, the greater meaning it has for you. Okay. And when you can actually talk about that from stage, people really see you. They really feel you. Mm-hmm. Because now you're not talking about the thing that you think you should be talking mm-hmm. about, but you're talking about you're actually facing your fear right on stage in front of people, which means you're evolving in front of people on stage. So you're using the stage as an outlet for your own growth, and then your audience grows with you. That's beautiful. Um, give me an example of that. Yeah, so someone may want to talk about their fear of public speaking. If they have a fear of public speaking, then speak about that fear publicly on stage. That's actually where people will relate to the most. And you can say, I'm having all these, as we're talking about it, I'm having all these fears right now. I'm feeling them in my body, but guess what, everyone? I'm still doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So then talking about your own mm-hmm. experience that you're having in the moment mm-hmm. and then inviting the audience to be a part of that conversation with you. You know, I, I, um, every time before I do a show, there's a little excitement that comes in, right? Yeah. Now, I used to frame it as fear. I'm afraid. But now I frame it as excitement. And I think every public speaker, I can't think of any stage that I've ever been on or talked to anybody that's really powerful and authentic and real. It doesn't have some kind of jitters. We all do. But, you know, it's how you frame it, too. It is. Yeah, it's your perspective around it. And realizing that you, like what you said, because before when I had the fear, my my shift was, well, that fear means I'm about to do something really big. Yeah. And I want to be in that position. Yeah. And so just being in harmony, being in concert with the fear, then makes it actually dissolve rather than trying to push it away. So it's the same, it was the same thing I talked in the first segment about me sitting on the edge of the cliff, right? Yeah. Crawling with exactly. my hands and knees to the edge, sitting there until the fear of heights went away. Yeah. 
So uh, the way I can sum that up in one sentence is fear is the only thing in the world that gets smaller as you run toward it. That's interesting. Okay, that's good. So, all right, you got a workshop coming up. Let's talk about that. What's, yeah. what's going on with that? Yeah, so I talked a little bit on day one how we talk about your story because that's the soul of your speech, and that's a new model of speaking. Um, on day one, I'm also going to be working on your prosperity mindset around speaking um, because people want to speak, they want to make a great living doing it, but then there's something blocking them, which is their own value around money. Um, then on day two, we're going to talk about the eight things that you have to have in order to get booked to speak and how to get paid speaking gigs. Like, How do you go from this idea, this desire to speaking to actually getting paid doing it as a living? And then on the last day, we're going to go deep into how you structure your speech and how you deliver it in a way that feels really freeing um, so that your essence can come through. And then the last thing I'm going to share on that day is how to create your own workshop so that people can come see you speak for a weekend or three days, like my workshop. Is. You know, that, I, I I wish you were around when I was uh, was starting to this path here. You know, twenty years ago, because I would have signed up for that in a heartbeat. I can't tell you how many people out there that I see at networking events or uh, on stage, and that really need this this type of. Uh, uh, work because they haven't connect to the to to the uh, soul of their speaking, right? They haven't done mm-hmm. that. So listen, if this is you, Tiamo, it's coming up uh, next week, right? Next Friday through Sunday in yes. San Diego, yeah. right? And how do they get a hold of you for this? Yeah, so they go to fearlessspeakeremergence.com, and uh, there's a ninety percent off ticket there today. Um, and uh, and then that'll that'll keep going up as we get closer to the event. But I'm excited to see who's there. That's awesome. Well, well, listen. Can you, you stay in studio here for our next yeah, segment? Yeah, hang out. Sure. Okay, stay here yeah. because I want to talk to people a little bit about what I have coming up right now, and uh, I have a new book coming out. Right, it's called "The Courage to Change Everything." It's daily strategies and wisdom to transform your life one day at a time. Now, why in the heck would I write a book like that? Well, I had. I, I write books for clients, I write books for my family, and I write books for myself. And I say that kind of jestingly because books, I don't really write books, books write me. And in this case, what I mean by that is this book has taken me on a journey of self-discovery and learning um, the, you know, I've, I've researched the ancient sages the most successful people on the planet. I've interviewed over 100 millionaires. Now, these weren't just regular millionaires. These are people that um, were balanced in their life, that had joy in their life, that had wisdom in their life, that were connecting with others and making a difference on the planet and giving back everything that they've basically learned, right? I connected them, and listen, I didn't want to know how they became millionaires, okay? I could care less what I wanted to know, and I didn't want to know about who, what their businesses were or what their systems were. I wanted to know what made them tick. Who were they at the depth of their soul? What were the beliefs, the understandings, the wisdom that they, they, they used on a consistent basis to generate the success in their life that they had in all areas of life, right? That's what I put in this book. So I put in this book, uh, uh, A Little Wisdom. Um, the book, again, is called The... Uh, Courage to change everything, and if somebody starts out on day one and goes through day sixty-five, I can almost guarantee 
your life will never be the same. So today, what I'd like to do is just read a little excerpt from the book so you get a feel for what it's about. This is, comes from day 365, day 358, um, and the courage quote at the top says this, courage combined with dauntless faith opens the realms of all possibilities. There's nothing that can stand in the way of your dreams when you are connected to spirit. Within you is a great light that is trying to be born in this world. It is the light of your authentic self, which ever shines within your soul. This great light only shines when you are free, when you free it from the confines of your human consciousness. See yourself as you can be, not what you've been in the past. The past does not equal the future unless you remain a victim of it. Why don't you use the camera of your mind to take beautiful pictures of where your life is today and where you're going? Don't use your intention to focus on the dark side of your life. Focus on the garden of plenty that's been given to you. No one has your gifts, talents, and abilities. No one has your face, hands, hair, or smile. Nobody has you. You are a unique expression of the divine. The expression of the infinite that's in you is found in no one else. Today, ask, what are the three steps I can take to let my soul shine through? How can I go deeper in meditation than I've ever have and tap into my soul intelligence? What am I true? What is truly amazing about myself and the journey that I'm on and the actions determine what new product or service or maybe happiness for another that you're going to bring into the world. So every single day, imagine immersing yourself in this consciousness, the consciousness of the, of the wisdom of the masters, the consciousness of asking yourself new questions and focus, uh, taking your direction and your focus in a new way. If you do that on a consistent basis, guess what's going to happen? Well, it's what happened to me. See, I started out looking at uh, my life and trying to change it. And I started building up more joy one day at a time. I ended up creating joy one week at a time then, and then one month at a time. And today, I tell you, I have one of the most joyful lives on the planet. So I hope you follow suit. All right, you can get the book at voicesofcourage.com. That's voicesofcourage.com. Coming up in my next segment, we're going to talk about you, my audience. How can, how can you have a brighter future? I think Tiama's going to hang around too and be back with me. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, 
profound questions and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome back. Today our show is entitled The Courage to... Oh, I just lost it, Tiamo. What was that? <laughs> Voices of Courage. Uh, yeah. Courage to speak up. Courage to speak out. Yeah. There you go. Yes, we're talking about the courage to speak out and being authentic and real and being able to make mistakes and move on and not take them personally and realize that we're all human and we we can all uh, you know mess up here and there and um, we're also talking about how to have a brilliant life in spite of our human self right so how do we have a bright future well I've found that First thing we need to do, of course, is we need to get really in tune with our own presence, our own image, who we are, and how we present ourselves to the world. And so if you're a business owner and uh, your online presence is more important than it's ever been today, so people will look at you and look, look for you and look you up before they ever do business with you online. So I've come across an amazing lady in San Diego. Her name is Ann Landstrom, and her company is annphotography.com. And I recommend you give her a call. She promises to give you images that will bring out the best in you and your business. That's annphotography.com. And you can reach her at 760-610-6263. 760-610-6263. Okay. How to have a brilliant life. Well, I can tell you my life didn't start out that brilliant. I, By the time I was 16, I was like every other 16-year-old, of course. I knew it all, and I, uh, I wasn't listening to anybody, and I thought I had it all figured out. Well, I had some pieces figured out, but mostly I was a person with that lacked insight and intuition and wisdom. So I was really running on a lot of willpower, and um, I had great parents who were fortunately a little stronger willed than I was at the time, so they reined me in a lot. But I started from a place where 
I would have temporary successes and then I would have failures. And I thought at the time that was that was not good because I wanted to succeed all the time. Can anybody relate? Right? I wanted to cut off duality. I only wanted the good. I only wanted to feel good, have fun, be joyful, but I didn't want to deal with any negativity. And so I practiced that for a few years. And what it led me was to a place where it created a lot of pain for myself, my my loved ones, and it it obviously it didn't work. So it took me down a path, a rabbit hole, where I was um, completely disempowered. Well, I had a fortunately for me, I had a spiritual awakening at that time, and um, uh, maybe someday I'll tell, share that on on air with you. But right now, I just want to say that it uh, it changed me from the inside out. And instead of thinking I knew it all, I started to realize that there are a lot of questions that are unanswered in my life and a lot of questions that were unanswered in what I was doing. So at that moment, I, I changed my life around, right? And I decided, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buckle down. In fact, uh, at that time, because I was a young kid, I went Back to I went to school, went to college, didn't have the grades to get into a four-year college, so I went to junior college and graduated in a year and a half because I was motivated. Um, and then I went down to San Diego State here and um, ended up uh, completing that work in a, another two years. And my life started to un- unla- unravel in, a, in some good ways. Um, but I learned this along the way, that... The failures taught me more than my successes. The successes I celebrated, I had blast with, but the failures, the and, and the greatest ones, um, really helped me to become who I am today. Because when I finally got the concept that difficulties are really what create the man in this case, then I realized that it was time for me to put myself in more difficult situations. Because that's how I grew. That's how I became all I could be, right? Now, to do that, I had to let go of some of the past. And I believe this. I think all of us have to rise up and meet our challenges, but not with the fact, we're not with an attitude that, oh my gosh, here comes something else. Or the attitude of even, I, I, don't, even, I don't meet challenges with an attitude of gratitude. I meet them with, head on with, you know what? Today's the day that I'm going to grow. I'm going to be more. And when I have that attitude, everything unfolds in good ways. So I change my inner dialogue. I expand my courage. I embrace the light that's in there. And I start looking for my future in a positive way. Now, Tiamo's still in studio with me because he's been listening to this monologue. And I want him to comment on it because I know he's got a workshop coming up where He creates a difficult environment. He'll say it's an easy environment, but it's a difficult environment for a lot of people to be in. But what happens is they change, they grow, they become who they are meant to be. They they can walk out and they can start to speak in ways that they've never been able to speak because they've been afraid to tune in to their own soul. So Tiano, Mm -hmm. Tiano, talk to me about this. What What do you think about this? Am I telling the truth or what? Yeah, as far as failure and growth and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I talk about my failures on stage yeah. rather than successes. I mean, eventually I get to the successes and talk about the ascension that people can have. Yeah. 
Um, but it's really a how, how much we break through and grow from that and evolve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we're, if we're not growing, you know, we're, we're dying, right? Or we're just stagnant, which is really dying. You know, I, I think, you know, we have to go back to basics. Like, why are we here on this planet? Right? What, what are we doing here? You know, are we just chasing, you know, more technology? Are we just chasing a, another party, another happy time? You know, I mean, those things are fine, you know, but they have their place. But why are we really here? You know, we're really here to evolve ourselves, to evolve our soul, to connect deeper with our creator, to open up that soul in a way that it can speak through us and and not only change ourselves, but change others. Tiamo, one more time, tell me and my audience how they can attend your workshop. Yeah, so uh, you go to fearlessspeakeremergence.com. And something I haven't shared about the workshop is it's definitely teaching you how to become a speaker, but there's going to be so much transformation in those three days so that you actually feel ready to speak in the world and to do it as a lucrative career. All righty. Well, great. Okay, so listen, this workshop is going to help people to take their lives to a whole new level. I hope that you are paying attention and that you'll, you know, if you're if you're meant to change the way you communicate, give it a shot. What do you got to lose? I hope I see you there. Okay. Yeah. All righty. So just a reminder, you can pre-order my book at thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. And you can find all our replays at voicesofcourage.us or on Facebook by searching for Voices of Courage. And if you want to have some fun, just tell Siri or Alexa or Cortana to play Voices of Courage or Voices of Courage podcast. It'll come right up. This show, the current shows come right up. All righty. This is Ken D. Foster. Until next time, live courageously. And see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Women.